Hello, everybody. We are RNGPC, a character creation D&D podcast. There is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We are creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. Last week, I created a character who's, like, totally tubular and not, like, completely traumatized about losing a little brother that may or may not exist. Today, Jake will be creating a brand new character for us to explore. Welcome to our show. My name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. How's it going, Jake? Going well. You know, just enjoying your uh, rendition of your character last week, I guess, is what we could call that. I liked it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was something. So, suck it. I mean, that's all that matters, right? We're doing this just for us. And so, at the end of the day, as long as we're having fun. Um, But, yeah. No, I'm doing doing good. It's the, We're recording uh, in the middle of the week, so it's a little, it's a little different. I feel like it's going to be a different kind of energy today. But, other than that. Yeah. Oh. Tired energy. Tired energy. I th- I feel like I'm yeah. more tired. Uh, you know what? Yeah, that's fair. Because I feel like I'm still I, I'm just on the downside of it now. Because after like doing nothing all day at work, so you know, makes it's draining. It's draining doing nothing. But you know, I want to mock you, <laughs> but it really can be sometimes. It really do. It, it, it do be like that sometimes. It, it it do be like that. Yeah. No. It, it's it's because I think it's one of those things where you're sitting in that stage of like knowing you have to be doing something at some point so like that's where you're just waiting and you're just waiting for like something to come in and it's like i could go do something else i enjoy like a nap but but you know then as soon as i go to nap there's gonna be an email <laughs> yeah it's at least how it's how my can't na- can't nap when there's emails coming i see what what i was actually just complaining to you about before we started recording is that my speakers gave out finally and so what i would used to do is turn my speakers all the way up and leave my email notification on to the point where if i did take a nap in in well what's the what's what do you say when you have to cover your ass it's not an actual thing uh in not in theory allegedly if i allegedly <laughs> tried to take a nap during work may, allegedly that dinging alarm would go off and wake me up to at least know that i have to check that email or my slack notification i'm not saying i've done these things i'm just saying allegedly that might work pretty well i wish i never taught you that allegedly you didn't i wish uh <laughs> i wish the ring didn't come to me <laughs> <laughs> how is that comparison I... you make there Oh, as do all who live to see such times. Okay. All right. Are you just full on? Did you see the new image that came out for uh, the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon? Yeah, I don't care. Why? You're sitting here quoting the Lord of the Rings here and you don't care about the new show that's coming out? Nope. Because? Because I'm the worst. Oh, well, at least you're aware of it. That's fair. <laughs> the same way like, uh, did I rant about this last week? How um, someone tried to do something nice for you and you're like, nah, bruh. Not worth it. What? Someone someone tried to get you uh, early screening tickets for free to go. See. Oh yeah, not worth it. Yep. Yep. No, I don't. I don't get it. You know what I will say though is, um, my brother apparently did end up going um, to try and do it, and it's probably a good thing you didn't go because apparently they it was a first come first serve even if you had tickets. So like, <laughs> apparently that theater was packed almost yeah. immediately. There's always an asterisk with something involving you, whether you know it's there or not. That's fair. So I just don't. I don't understand why people don't <laughs> embrace the asterisk and live with the wildness of it. Like I would have been. What's the worst? So pissed. you go to Roadhouse? If I wasted my worst, time. Worst thing happens is you go to Roadhouse in the parking lot. There, you get a nice no. steak, and then you got you got a night night out. What? And you're welcome. I helped no. you plan date night. 
wasted my time that I'll never get back. No. See, that's one way to look at it. Made me work made me work harder at work so I can get out exactly at 7 o'clock to rush out of a packed parking lot mm-hmm. that 8,000 people are trying to get out mm-hmm. of to make my wife work harder mm-hmm. to make our dog more tired mm-hmm. so she can meet me there to not do the thing we were going to do. Yeah. I don't. I, I like that we're arguing about the hypothetical that could have happened, and you're still choosing to, in, in, to embody the negative of it. It's not the negative; it's the facts. Well, it's, the ne- it's clearly the negative. The fact could be that you're out there at a roadhouse too, and that you decide to just now relax and get dinner and have a good night. The roadhouse sucks. Th- that one in particular. Yeah. How long has it been since you've been there? And you, and you know how long the wait would have been since probably 200 other people would have done the exact same thing. Jeez, man. We just constantly look for the negatives in all of this. No, I'm a very positive person. Where? Where is that? Is it in the... In the... I never get angry. <laughs> you don't get angry. You just... Outside of this podcast. Get... Outside of dealing with you, I never get angry. You don't get angry. You just dis- disassociate. You're just like, never mind. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. It's healthy. Is it? Is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm su- So I... um. What? No, what's your intro topic? You said you had one. I was filling for you, waiting for you to do a segue. Um, call me par, call me Paul Blart, bitch, because this is a segue. There, that's my segue. That was, I don't like that segue. Um, <laughs> that was, that was a rough, that was, I went and saw the Green Knight. Oh. Speaking of things that were worth my time, mm-hmm. um, because of I course, saw Green Knight. it had to be, because there was never a time when that wouldn't be worth your time. And it was, uh, it was interesting. Yeah. I'd give it I'd give it a I've seen it. And I'm probably not going to see it again. Okay. I've all I would also give it the review of I would never suggest anyone else see it except for people that I've discussed movies with in great detail like yourself. Mm-hmm. I would never suggest a random person who I don't know well to see that movie because it can very easily be a, you recommended that I waste two hours and five minutes of my time. <laughs> um, I guess fair. I've never really felt that so about a kind movie. Of, so, that's, yeah. that's kind of my critique. That's, it easily could be like, what did I like? It's not even the type of movie where it's like, what did I just experience? Because like, what? Because it was so like mind blowing and like crazy. It's what would I just experience? Just because like, I don't know. Like, if you think Michael Bay is a good director, then you're definitely not going to like this movie. Like, nothing <laughs> blows up. <laughs> Fucking, um, there's not a lot of dialogue, dude. I would love to see the script for this movie just to see how many pages there were without dialogue in it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, like I said, it was interesting. Like, I don't have anything negative to say about it. I guess the worst. So, I guess my thing that I do before I see movies where I do little to no research about the movie it was kind of a negative in the situation because a, uh, a base understanding of the story slash poem or whatever it is that's yeah. based off of would have been helpful ahead of time. And it's um, not like in, like I, I would almost, I guess I don't know how long the story is, but I feel like in some way it almost would have been helpful to like hear it like in the beginning or in th- I guess I don't know how it starts or how, how it goes. If it's like narrated, like the story, if there's a way you could put it in. No, there. this, this movie gives you nothing. I think this movie was written and directed in the way that it, it is. It's assuming, you know, what's going on okay. for the most part. Yeah. Um, there's no, there's never like a conversation between characters. That's kind of like, Oh, so that's, what's going to happen. So ex- you know? exposition. There's never any <laughs> exposition or such, such blatant yes. foreshadowing. So it's not holding your hand the whole way through. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, which the common person would not enjoy. And again, like I said, the movie was interesting. I'm glad I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd only watch it again 
like maybe in a renting fashion now that I have a better understanding of the source material. Did you look it up afterwards? But after, I did, yeah. I instantly got home and and read about it. Hmm. Um, well, I remember we had talked about it a little bit, and I yeah, talked so. about the Instagram ad that popped up. Was it, is it similar to what I kind of said about the idea of how long the story's been around? What do you mean? Like that it was like one of the oldest. Was it not with you? Did I talk about it with somebody else somewhere? Yeah. About how... Talk about it with me. Well, just how it's like one of the oldest stories that's been written down and recorded about how this battle between the the green knight of this representation of nature and man and like how a knight from the the round table like goes on this lifelong journey to battle him in some way yeah yeah i got that from an instagram so is there, are you asking me is that what the story is well yeah i'm just i was making sure that that i have at least that's my understanding of it thus far and if that was correct yeah we found more of that yeah it's, it's like king arthur's nephew or some shit yeah and um they take a couple of liberties from the story okay um but no, I mean, I think, like I said, I think you'll enjoy it for multiple, for different reasons, just because you analyze films differently than a normal person does. Thank you. Um, lots of different lighting work, lots of different um, filters throughout the movie. Like, obviously, I was like, God damn, yeah. like the filter can change mid scene. And it's just like, so that's kind of cool if you're into that kind of thing. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I would say, to be fair, I kind of felt that way about there's a movie that came out on Netflix by Charlie Kaufman, who is the guy that did Eternal Sunshine, being John Malkovich and uh, a few other weird movies like that um, called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And I felt this That's based on a book. Yes, it is. And I felt the same way after that. I was like, I will not tell anybody to watch this movie because I enjoyed it and I like what's going on and I like how like it doesn't give you anything. <laughs> but like I'm I like I, the first thing I did when I ended it, I was like, Okay, so this is what I think happened? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know and like yeah it was definitely weird and tripping out there so i, I guess i get that and a24 has always been like that though with with their types of movies i feel like they've always kind of been like yeah we're gonna make something weird we're gonna make a little a little thing that's out there it doesn't have to conform to whatever yeah definitely and i feel but i feel like some of them do like i don't know it's, it's a hard it's hard for me to, to depict this movie because i'm not yeah. i'm definitely not trying to trash it sure. i enjoyed it and i'm happy, glad that i saw it um, but when it comes to other, there are other weird movies like Lobster. Like there's a very, they set the rules to that world kind of very early on. And then you learn a new piece of the the rules of the world, like halfway through. Um, there really are no like set rules mm-hmm. in this movie. So is it the story? That, like, is it the story itself that makes it kind of feel that way? Yeah. So you don't have to. We don't have to go into it anymore if you don't want to. I'm just. I'm. Yeah. I I will see it. I I probably won't see it this weekend, but I'll probably see it next week at some point. Um. Because I was gonna say it actually. I was reading just how the box office was this weekend, and eight. Uh, Green Knight didn't come in at number one, but it came in as one of the highest, if not the highest, grossing opening weekends for an A24 film. So nice. It was a. It's a win for them. It didn't beat Jungle Cruise because I mean, you put, the Rock. Yep. <laughs> um. But, yeah, I don't know. I'll see it. I'll see it eventually because I like, I mean, it has all the elements of things I would like. Even the fact that it's like a fantasy story. Love that. A gritty, like, fantasy story like that. Ugh. I think I've pitched my idea here of, like, my ideal, like, my my career path of eventually telling, like, my big budget movie would be telling a movie essentially set in a D&D world where it's just a dragon attacks a town and it's about the common folk having to get out. And you follow a father and son who just happen to be in town selling fucking whatever farm goods that day and it's so it's like a 
it just that's it. It's just like a survival movie Cloverfield style, but it's getting out of a D and D town. So there's all D and D like magic and items and all of this other fun little stuff, but it's just gritty and real. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, how do you get out? You just call it um, the War of the Dragons. Ooh, I mean, I was it's the War of the Worlds. I was gonna call it Blue Sky Reigns, but yeah, sure, that works too. <laughs> and no one will ever see it. We'll see because there's a pun. What? How is that a pun? Reigns. It's a pun. It's not a pun. It's a play on words. It's different. If any, no, it's not. If anything, it's a it's a pl- plow. Pl- plow? Plow. It's what? a plow. Play on words. There we go. You're a dumbass. Or a pow? A pow. Do you like plow or pow? Pow is a prisoner of war, you or insensitive prick. play on words. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, All right. I think we filled enough here in the beginning. Yeah? Yeah? No. Check the clock. I feel Check unfulfilled. The clock. I'm sorry. That's on you. I can't help you feel fulfilled. Feel yes, fulfilled. you can. No, I can't. That's not my job. Or or on me. It is on you. You know what's on me? A shirt. Because apparently I need to wear a shirt on Twitch no matter how hot it is in my apartment. That's what's Fuck on Fuck yeah, you do need to. Boo. 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 I don't trust you whatsoever <laughs> to be like, oh, I won't raise my body or move my body at all above my camera line. <laughs> Like, not for a second would I believe that. Once we start streaming on our OnlyFans, then then I'll wear no shirt. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get to my character. Oh, yeah? We would like to take this moment to shout out our patrons. Thank you so much, Impending Duff, for your patronage. You can check him out on twitch.tv slash impendingduff where he offers tips and advice on painting Warhammer minis. If you would like to be shouted out here, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash rngpc. Sign up at the appropriate tier and we will shout you out here as well. You can also join us in our Discord and request character sheets when you sign up. Also, we have bonus episodes and all sorts of fun things there on our Patreon. Now, let's explore this week's character. Okay, so, my character this week, and I feel like I had an idea at one point for what I said I was going to do next. I couldn't really remember, but the one thing I did remember saying is I wanted to adjust our dice rolling system. So, that's where I kind of started. Because I think what I want to do this week, and I think what we could do is like a series of things. We've often talked about not really trying to min-max the stats of our characters. I think it'd be fun if we went through and built out a min-maxed class of each, or one of each class. And just showing, like, okay. here is here is where you're staying. Because cause the whole thing is, like, the I feel like the trope is usually that, oh, you're just min-maxing your character to give them all these stats and all these things. And so that's what you're focusing on. And, blah, you're not focusing on anything else. Whereas it doesn't have to be. You can have a min-max character that still has a good backstory that makes sense. Yeah? Okay. with me? What? What? What is? No. What is this? What is this energy? I don't like it. What is this okay energy? <laughs> Explain yourself, sir. I'm yes. I'm yes, ending no, you. You're yes, not. and you're, let's continue. You're okay con- with contempting me. <laughs> it's different, <laughs> and I don't like it. No, I'm ready. Well, so I, I mean, do you get what I'm saying, though? Does that make like like to make a character that yeah. stats the whole way through m- makes sense, and he's they're they are playable, and then they also have yeah. Okay. So I figured yeah. the best place to start was at the beginning of the alphabet. So I went with Artificer first. <laughs> So we're just doing the class of Artificer, and we're going to min-max one of those. So I brought that in, as well as 
right off the bat when I looked at, okay, Artificer's main stat is um, intelligence. And then it suggested that you put more into decks because they don't get as much um, shield like uh, uh, armor uh, proficiencies. So okay, with that, I looked through the races that have the pluses in intelligence and decks. And that is a rock gnome. Um, which again, a rock gnome artificer is a pretty, yep. Okay. You know, like baseline thing for an artificer would to be, but I think again, we can, we can play with it and have some fun with their backstory because they get a plus two to intelligence and then a plus one to decks from being a rock gnome. Um, a gnome, a gnome, another gnome for your good boy over here. Um, but then the one thing I couldn't figure out is with backgrounds, what we really get from those are usually proficiencies, right? That's the main thing when it comes in the gameplay. Like if you're trying to min max, um, yeah. something you, you get different proficiencies from that. So I wanted to look and see what proficiencies we're already getting. Um, and so this is that, that those are the two things I brought was the idea of, or three, I guess the idea of min maxing a character, a rock gnome because artificer and the pluses to the bonuses to the stats there. But then now when we're going into other things that you want to try and min max out, I wanted to figure out what uh, proficiencies and skills would make the most sense for us to have so they don't overlap, but they're, they have a good range of coverage in different, uh, what is it? Is it just called skills? Right? Okay, so you want us to go background fishing during our episode. That or we can roll on it. That's what I was going to say. Either we kind of just look, like we can find the background that gives us proficiencies that don't align. And, and we can start with one that makes sense with an artificer, right? Just kind of look through them be like, okay, cool. This background makes sense and it gives us proficiencies, right? Because there's not really much else that backgrounds give us as far as gameplay, right? Correct. Okay. So, um, right off the bat, just looking at Gnome, what we already brought. Um, where is it? They get Gnome Cunning, which means you have advantage in intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saves against magic, which is dope. Um... And then rock gnomes get artificer's lore, which already gives them more things that again kind of do with tinkering. Um, oh wait, did I say rock gnome? I meant forest gnome. Dang it, I typed the wrong one. God damn it! Yep, sorry. Change it up because it says con. Oh, everything I said about rock gnome was wrong. It's forest gnome because they get the plus the decks. Which rock gnome is the one that gets the tinkering thing? But you that the thing too about mid maxing here is you don't want things to overlap usually. So the rock gnome's cool cuz you get that artificer lore thing where you can um build different things as as, as like little toys or whatever. Um but you kind of get yeah. something similar in the artificer class already where you can just take an object that already exists and give it special properties that are a little different than the rock gnome yes. one. Um Cool. With uh, Forest Numb, though, you get the plus one to Dex. And you can speak with, speak with small animals, small beasts, through sounds and gestures. How oh, cute. So adorable. Um, but okay. So then um, I think we just look at these backgrounds real quick and see uh, what what, what uh, proficiencies do we get from Artificer? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck is this? Is it a bug? No. Is it a monster? There's a cook background. <laughs> oh, is there a <laughs> our chef background already exists that we built? What the fuck? <laughs> now is not the time, Nathan. We're in the middle. They've got specializations and everything. <laughs> Just like we did? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did somebody listen to our Patreon episode and then just go and build it before we could upload it? 
I mean, close. (laughs) (laughs) We can still upload Chef. It's different than Cook. Okay, so the skills you get. Are you here with me? Nope, you're still you're still upset. You're still okay. I can see that you're still. Uh, All right, I'll let you I'll let you go over this for a bit. Let your anger out. Just so everyone at home knows, um, we have Patreon special bonus episodes we do every month. Where uh, the last one we did was uh, a, we built our own background of a chef, and we went through, built the bonds, ideals, came up with all sorts of fun things with it. And apparently, um, one of those already exists. Um, and Nathan is now just finding it, and it's kind of breaking him at his core. Um, if you would like to visually, you know, see when things like this happen, because it's quite nice, or not, I don't know if nice is the right word, enjoyable, entertaining, maybe, to watch him just fall apart. Uh, you can watch us on Twitch uh, every week. Uh, we try and record usually on Saturdays, but for the month of August, we'll be recording during the week on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So come to our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash RNG underscore PC. Um, is that enough time, Nate? Did you process it? How you feeling? How you feeling, bud? Defeated. Why? Worse than turning 30. Okay, let's pump the brakes. Is it, it's all over is, from here. Is that going to be your new thing? Everything's going to compare to how, how turning 30 felt? Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't even... Where's this cook background? The very top. Backgrounds. Featured and quality. Whatever the oh. fuck that means. <laughs> that means they're, they're the ones that are really good. Wow. Yeah. I multitask very well. I know. Wow, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I think we try and get back on this character. Let's get back up on that where's background. The, where's the where's, where's the spiteful background? Okay, there is one. Where's the bitter background? Oh, there's one of those. I think I'm pissed. Well, how about you bereaved? Bereaved. Okay. Let's make this character bereaved. Okay, let's calm down. So, I was reading through the skills that we currently get from Artificer to make sure they don't overlap. You get to choose two from history, or Arcana, History, Investigation, Medicine, Nature, Perception, and Sleight of Hand. Holy shit. So it's a lot. Cool. Bereaved gives you religion and insight. Okay. Two that are not here. Um, why- I'm bereaving the loss okay. of our original idea. If that's what you want to go with. People come and go, yet sometimes they can affect your life long after their passing. Someone very important to you died, a family member, a lover, or a friend, perhaps a celebrity or role model. Whoever they were, they had an impact on your life so profound that they dominate your thoughts even now. Who was this person that I mourn? Okay, so you really, you want to do this? No. I'll say you get uh, proficiencies as well in uh, gaming and tool set that you don't already have. We could do this. Those are stupid. I feel like I need you to find it because anything I suggest at this point, you're just going to just burn. No, I need suggestions. Oh, Jesus. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, because bereaved could work for anything. It could work for the this artificer. There's no reason we can't build a min-maxed artificer that lost somebody in their life. I don't want to be a sad boy. I'm already a sad okay, boy. Okay, so we want something that fits with artificer, gives us new skills, and isn't sad. Um, what are the skills that Gnome Boy gets you? Well, Artificer gives you the skills because it comes from the Whatever. Class. Um, we get to choose two between Arcana, History, Investigation, Medicine, Nature, Perception, and Sleight of Hand. Oh, then not this one. Arcane Thief's not a good choice. A lot of those overlap. Well, I mean, the thing, though, is we could choose... Well, shouldn't we choose what we want from fucking well, so, Artificer? So that's, that's the whole thing is. We, if they overlap, that's fine. 
as long as it's not the like because we could choose another two from there because again to explain min maxing essentially means making sure that you're getting the most out of every aspect of your character build and so instead of having the uh, same skills from each artificer gives you such a wide range and you're choosing two of them you could choose two different ones than are in the background you liked uh, was arcane thief is the one you're looking at yeah i want you to choose or roll i don't know if i want to roll because i feel like it's not it's not going to help us as much Tool pro- I'm looking at the so skill proficiencies, arcane, history, sleight of hand, or stealth. So stealth we don't get from the artificer background. That could be cool to get a stealth one. And yeah, let's go with arcane thief. I like this. Okay, fine. Because we can we could make him like a, a burglar that builds his own gear to fucking get in and out of shit. Um, so that's dope. So arcane thief, you're the reason spellcasters distrust other spellcasters. <laughs> Your occupation involves copying spells from the spellbooks of the best wizards and selling them to the highest bidder, whether it be a crime syndicate or another wizard, or the wizard whom owned the spell originally. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So again, I would say if that's the route we're kind of going with this, I would say history and investigation. I would want to take from the artificer class, and then from the arcane thief. I would want to take um, sleight of hand and stealth. Okay. I guess should we maybe have maybe we do arcana investigation from uh, we don't need history as much. I think it's important to have arcana um, as this character. But again, that, that's all stuff to be in the character sheet that if you guys want to download it's on our Patreon. Um, so that's where we could pull it from there and that's where we would have the final choice doesn't this. It doesn't really affect the um, backstory that we're going to come up with cool so i like arcane thief um feature spell scribe you can uh come across written spells you can take time to create non-magical spell scroll of the spell that's interesting the scroll can be used to copy the spell Ooh, that's fun so essentially when copying a spell into your spell book as a wizard it takes the amount of time as it is level and it's it's like a long process this is essentially essentially saying you can do it in a much quicker time, but it's not usable to actually cast the spell. It's just kind of copying it down. So it can then be copied later to properly be put down and, and used. Um, okay. That's something that you would want to talk to your DM about if how into it with spell scrolls he gets. There's some DMs that with wizards, they don't put all of the time and effort into figuring out, you know, what components are needed to copy spells. Um, but all right, cool. Um, then if we're bringing in this background, dope, you already did it. Appreciate you. Um, I wanted to roll on the subclass within Artificer because there's four of them. Okay. And I think we can make it work for any one of the four. Where are they? They're down here. We have Alchemist, Armorer, Artillerist, and Battlesmith. Um, and I'm just going to roll a d4. Do it. I'm trying to think. Do we maybe just go with like Alchemist? Do, do, Do all of these make sense for a thief in some way? No. Which one? Okay, which of the four then do you think makes m- most sense with Arcane Thief? I don't know. I'm going to say Alchemist. Yeah, I'm going to say Alchemist. We're going to go with Alchemist. So his specialist, spe- his his specialty, once you get to level three, is an Alchemist. Um, gives you healing word, ray of sickness. Um, an Alchemist is an expert at combining reagents to produce mystical effects and alchemist uses their creations to give life and to leech it away alchemy is the oldest of artificial 
artificer traditions and its versatility Jesus and its versatility has long been valued during times of war and peace um, sorry I'm just snapping for fun not for yeah. uh... <laughs> I saw no I saw the joy I guess what I'm trying to think is uh, Smithy's tools thunder life yeah we're going with alchemist because we decided and said cool um don't need to roll on that then. So then the first thing to roll on is the personality trait. Would you like to do that? I feel like you've you've been kind of... I've just been telling you what's been happening so much. I want you to be more involved, bud. Huh? Precisely. Precisely. D8? Uh, D8, yes, for the personality trait. Oh, I gotta look. I gotta look. Go away. Okay. Okay, Please. I looked. Is that easy? That's all I had to do? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll just leave. I didn't realize you felt so strongly about it. Man. I had a white fanged you a long time ago. White fanged? Yeah. What does that mean? God, you're so uncultured, Jake. Yes. And? <laughs> so how this game, that game works. <laughs> what did you roll for personality trait? I rolled a two. I am always calm, like me, no matter what the situation. <laughs> I never raise my voice or let my emotions control me. Nathan. We're, we're making me. <laughs> oh, yeah? Are we? Yeah. <laughs> You're cute. Um, okay. We're, rolling a, we're making who I show people who don't know me. I'm sorry, you want to say that sentence one more time? People who don't know me think this is the real me oh they think oh, oh yeah okay uh, i'm rolling a d6 for the ideal just to move on for this conversation where were the six aspiration i work hard to be the best there is at my craft diggity dope all right give me that bond i'm having this i'm having this weird thing with my body where my right tricep is twitching and i don't like it nathan i don't i don't know what that side of 30 is is like i don't want to hear about it all right <laughs> i rolled a six bitch two sixes i once sold a powerful spell to a cult <laughs> that was a mistake <laughs> i like that that's fun um okay d6 that sounds like a flaw that's uh, not necessarily a flaw it's, again the bond is what ties them to other people in the world more so whereas a flaw is what something they could work on or be better at or makes them difficult to be around um like that like just we're, we're doing a podcast i can smell that <laughs> um i'm rolling a d6 for the flaw i rolled a four. Oh, jeez. yeah nathan maybe we are making you because the flaw is i can't socialize at all yes, yes i can't socialize at all i can socialize bitch i just hate every minute of it <laughs> and then i walk away from the situation and i was like and i ask myself was i rude <laughs> Okay, um, now the m main thing with min-maxing is uh, making sure the stats go where they're supposed to. So when I say supposed to, it's just there's a lot of different ways to do the stats. And again, your DM will always have to be a little bit different. But the way I want to do these now is I want to roll them and then place them into the category where we have them being the most important. So what we're going to do is we're going to roll them and then just roll six, put them all up here at the top. And then we will place them based on importance to the artificer class. We're gonna roll. Th we're gonna roll three d six. 
Oh, sure. Let's also do that. Yeah, just do 3d6. <laughs> I did it. Okay, roll. Would you, uh, you, you roll, because I just rolled the flaw. I rolled a six, a two, and a one. So, nine. Damn it, that's not where I wanted it. This, yep, this character's going to suck. Pump your brakes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I rolled a three, a three, and a one. Seven. I'm just. I'm glad you agreed to do this so you can see how terrible it is. Not a bad idea. You're a bad idea. I rolled a four, a three, and a two. It's a nine again. Jesus Christ. Four. Three. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. A six, three, one. Ten, baby. Wow. <laughs> Got two more rolls. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> I rolled a six, a five, and a one. So twelve. That's still not great. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I rolled two sixes, so that's already good. And then a one. So is that thirteen? <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you keeping this dumpster fire of garbage or it's not that bad. It's bad. Uh, it's not that bad. It's average, which is bad. I think just because we're... Tr- I mean, it doesn't really matter. Again, these stats, I think you're going to figure out again with your own DM. So, like, yes, these are, are fine for what they are for right now. Again, the most important one is your intelligence. So we're going to put the 13... Oh, you want to roll 46 and see what those are? And just compare them? Yeah. Why? Oh, geez, why? I do. Okay, go ahead. Because it'll make me happy, and right now I'm not happy. So we need to get Nathan one, on this train before it leaves. One, one, and, <laughs> and I will say too is this is not like min maxing again doesn't mean only rolling three d six, but oh yeah, baby, five five four and a one fourteen. See, like even looking at that, what was it five five four one? <laughs> so like, yeah. just statistically, even if you keep the one and get rid of one of the fives, that's better than half the numbers we rolled. It just was bad rolls. <laughs> Roll. Let's, let's fire fire sale this shit. Just roll 46. 55636. 16. <laughs> this is so dumb. Yes. Why does this yes. always happen? 6521. Um, what's that? 6 plus 5 is 11. Gonna, gonna, 13. Go. Okay, see, this is bad. 5332. 8 plus 3, 11. Still not awful. <laughs> uh six four four one so 14 yep last one one more right yeah oh this one's garbage oh, but okay six two one two so 10 <laughs> and see what what i will say too is with doing the 3d6 i would usually allow there to be an extra roll and then you add it in you can get rid of your lowest one but still Again, you're going to figure out these stats with your DM. Either way, the main thing we're using them for here is just to see when having to place the stats, what yeah. what stat would be their lowest and therefore allow us to play with it in their background about why that would be. Um, yeah. Okay. So, again, not completely broken here because, again, we take that 13, we put it in intelligence, right? And they get the plus two from the gnome, the forest gnome thing. So that's a 15 intelligence. That's already dope. That's a plus three. Right off the bat, right? Or is that plus two? 
Just a plus two. Fuck. Okay, whatever. Um, it's a plus every even number. Yeah, it is. You're correct. Um, I think then what I'd like to do here is honestly take one of the nines and put it in decks. Because, like, or let's see. So the 13's gone. Done with the 13. Oh, where do we want the seven to go? I think it goes in strength. I think it goes in charisma because you can't socialize at all. Ooh, good argument, good sir. I like that. <laughs> Seven charisma. It's just bad with people. Um, okay. So this is where, again, like the, the 12, like I did want it to kind of be in decks, so he has a 13 decks. But I think the one that's going to help us with the most is a 9 because it'll push it from an odd to an even and it would take one of our negatives to a positive, right? Right off the bat at least. Look at you being so spiritual. Okay, so I'm going to put the decks... In. Turning a negative into a positive. That's, what I, that's literally the basis of this podcast with you. So and That's not true. <laughs> 10. So we're putting a 10 <laughs> as a dex, which makes it uh, super... But like, uh, then maybe put the 12 in con, so he has good hit points. Yeah? Yeah? What do you think? Sure. And then strength in 9? That's, that's, that's it, right? And wisdom 10? Oh, I forgot. Oh, there's a ten there. Yeah. No, I think I think whatever you want to do. Yeah, I think this makes the most sense. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. So again. All right, bitch. So what now? I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I'm sorry. we recap. I'm just making sure we have everything. Okay. And yeah, I think we do. So if you want to give me a quick, I'm excited for your salty recap. That should be. That should be fun. I'm not salty. Um, so was Jake started this document by saying we're mixing babies. I don't know if he's what? using a KitchenAid or um, some kind of like cement mixer. Just, Either way, you want to read that I'm again concerned. at the top? That's not what that says And at then all. Uh, the top tier things that he brought says background of arcane thief, which we decided on. And so the thing we're supposed to bring ahead of time, we decided on now not ahead of time and then we we brought the class of artificer question mark and then we brought the race of forest gnome question mark um and then we rolled on the subclass slash i mean we decided on the subclass in the moment and we got alchemist and then we rolled right on the on everything else with a personality trait of i'm always calm no matter what the situation i never raise my voice let my emotions control me Ideal. Aspiration. I work hard to be the best there is at my craft, which comes within any alignment. Bond. I once sold a powerful spell to a cult. That was a mistake. Flaw. I can't socialize at all. Stats. Uh, roll, then place. Uh, yep. I don't know why I read that straight. <laughs> we rolled We rolled 3d6 so that we could get bad stats. Um, we got a strength of 9, dex of 9. Oh, and we... Um, we placed these guys in case you didn't know what roll them place meant. Um, so strength of nine, dex of nine plus one equals ten. Uh, con twelve, intelligence thirteen plus two equals fifteen. Wisdom of ten, charisma of seven. Whoa! Do you ever watch like a like a car accident and you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh this is gonna be? But you're like, you can't look away as it's like it's getting worse. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen someone die. Oh, oh okay. I so yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't get out of my car. I drove away. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they were dead. Oh my. Well, um not to compare it directly to that, 
Um, you were that was that was they were all over the place with that recap. That you were here for all of that. You you know that right? Like you were asking questions. Like you weren't a part of this. What? Like the, you you were here. We like like you you read that like you just showed up and we're like, I don't know what's going on. Where am I? <laughs> like you just woke up from a well, fever dream or something. I feel like I feel like I put the same amount of effort into it. Don't as Jesus himself did. Oh, okay. Uh huh. I'm just kidding. No, it's I'm in a weird place right now. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. It's I'm glad we're at least addressing it. Um okay. So let's figure this bitch out. I'm t- I'm call me Jesus and I'm taking the wheel, motherfuckers. Do it. So we've got this shit. So he's a forest gnome. He grew up in a forest, right? Would you say that's correct? It doesn't have to be exactly that. Okay. Then why is he called a forest gnome? I mean, sure. Yes, grew up in a forest. Go with it. Run. Keep running. Sweet. He looks like the green no- Are we making the green knight? I haven't seen it, so I don't. I don't know. <laughs> the Green Knight doesn't invent anything. He just has an axe that looks really cool. <laughs> so no, we're not making the Green Knight. Um, so, huh? Okay. Maybe let's let's pick one thing to start with and build around that. Picking all of it. Okay. I really want. I really you know. There's this phrase here on this document that says "rolled in place." I think we should start there. Figure out what that means uh-huh. um, for our character. Okay. I think that means they roll, mm-hmm. and then they place. Mm, I didn't think about it that way. Like if they're playing chess, Correct. they roll like, like a barrel roll, yep. and then they place their piece. So do they pick the piece up first, then roll, or do they roll to the table and then place the piece? They roll to the table, place the piece, back up five steps, roll to the table, place the piece. Okay. How does that work, though, if they're, it's like every... if they're a gnome and they can't see the top of the table? Well, they're playing on a gnome table. Okay, so they only do this with gnomes. Yeah. Okay. Um. But so here's two things that line up for real automatically. <laughs> we're just bailing. Our ideal. We're just bailing out of that bit. <laughs> I was yes anding you the whole way, and then you're like, "Nope, never mind." He's not getting upset by this. Let's go to something else. <laughs> so the ideal and the flog are really nice together because. Mm-hmm. You could say the reason why this character doesn't can't socialize well is because they're just obsessed with the idea of being great at what they do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I think I think honestly, this, I think this person spends a lot of time inside, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I was gonna say I think honestly, all eyes on them, all eyes on them. Sure, sure. kind of thing, you yeah. know. Hands hands down, pray for me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I was gonna say I think honestly, all of uh, the things we rolled on within the background lineup fine none of them contradict each other um that's what i was saying if we want to pick one to kind of just start with i think the one that is the most fun at least is the bond i once sold a powerful spell to a cult that was a mistake so again like i think that speaks to you okay what does this individual do like right and we talked about them being a thief of some sort um and taking spells and all that but they're also an alchemist so they they work in essentially dealing like I think they almost kind of run like some kind of shop. What if... So I see the phrase, I'm always calm no matter what the situation, which leads me down the path to believe that um, they made a poor choice while they were angry as a result of their emotions, Um, which probably ties into our flaw. They sold a powerful spell to a cult. That was a mistake. So maybe... To tie in the the background, they're an arcane teeth, whatever. You know what I meant. Shut your face hole. 
No one's talking to you right now, Jake. I'm talking to the people. Yeah. That's better. Yep, what? No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, so they're an arcane. What if they either were, what if they accepted a job? So there's one of two things I'm thinking. They were either hired to steal something from someone um, that they knew. Mm -hmm. And they did it because they were angry at them for something. Or... They just stole something from someone they knew out of anger. No matter what, they're stealing something from someone they know out of anger in my mind. Whether they were hired to do it or they did it out of spite and then sold the thing and they didn't realize how powerful the thing they were selling or stealing really was. Mm-hmm. Um, is kind of up for interpretation. That's kind of where I'm at for the, the thieving aspect. And then the... Because I... Yeah, so... That's where I'm at. So I just want to make sure that we're, what I'm clarifying here is that it seems like you want the personality trait to be a new thing. And the point that they at some point lost their cool is why they now are like that. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't hate that. So, I mean, what I would almost kind of say is we could make it so that that was a, like, cause again, it doesn't have to say when this whole thing happened with the cult. It could have been forever ago. It couldn't like, yeah, it, it could have been something that now is maybe why they've gone into being less of a thief and more of this alchemist level of, of whatever. And like they still tinker and make stuff, but they don't as much use it to um, um, do what they did before where they were hired to go in. And it's like, maybe, maybe they were training to be a wizard, right? Cause a lot of what uh, um, artificers line up with does line up with wizards and stuff. Right. And so maybe in some way they were to your point contracted by a powerful individual to steal from whoever they were was teaching them or doing whatever. And so when they handed it off, they get caught, they get thrown out. And so they only have a little bit of magic that they kind of know and they feel bad. And so they go into an isolation of some sort, but then years and years later, after whatever the ramifications were, they kind of get back into selling just alchemy, little potions or things here and there. And they have their own little like shop type thing. And they just don't like going out and talking with people because they feel like they can't, Trust themselves. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Cool. So that hits the personality trait, right? So they just try and always remain calm. Maybe what happened is they got in a fight with their mentor. Their mentor told them they they wanted too much. They were being too greedy and blah, blah, and all this, which would tie into the ideal of aspiration. I work hard to be the best at my craft. Originally, it was wizard being a wizard and learning spells. And so in order to get back at them, someone like the cult in some way um came at them particularly did you hear that i did hear that Deep. yep is that your dishwasher dishwasher's done yeah <laughs> <laughs> soup's on who gives a shit it was just two beeps anyway yeah it's fine um <laughs> um but yeah so i i, I like that idea of they stole from somebody they knew and it was because of their emotions and now they tend to try and just keep that all under control so what i would even say is they can probably be angered in some way, right? But it takes probably a lot because I think this was like decades ago. I mean, gnomes live for how freaking long? 350 years. Um, Not that long, dude. 350 years. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. But that's not too uncommon for them to reach 500 years of age. <laughs> yeah, no big. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so they reach adult life around 40. So I would say maybe it was in their like 50s. 
forties, fifties, they decided they wanted to like, and as a rock gnome, they probably had to fight like to get in forest. Damn it. I don't know. Why I always go to rock as a, as a forest gnome. They probably left the forest, went to the big city, tried to do all of this. And then we're just like, maybe they put all of their time and energy into that. And that became the only thing they had left. And then when they got kicked out for stealing that thing, they kind of just bummed around the city a little bit and then eventually started up their own kind of business. And I'm trying to think what, what they want now though. Right? Like what is their main motivation now for, going out and becoming an adventurer, right? Because this, this would be a great shopkeeper's backstory, right? Like, oh, okay, cool. Here's a here's a cool thing that, like, here's what he used to do and why he does this now and blah, blah, and all this. But, like, from from what we rolled on him, what do we think? I mean, I guess he's maybe trying... So, Go ahead. So we think that this person sold a powerful spell to a cult and then that was the end of that arc in their life. Like, oh, my bad, just kicked me out of school. Never going to explore that again. Well, I mean, <laughs> do you think they should have went to prison? Maybe they should be doing something about it. Sure, but then I would say that needs to be more recent then. Which we what could do. What if it's like... I mean, sometimes big master plans take years to develop. You've, you've heard all the bad guy speeches. I've been working at this for a hundred years. You can't stop what's already in motion. Who said a hundred years? hundred years is a long time. Uh, Thanos was at it for a little bit. <laughs> he's inevitable, dude. <laughs> that, that means he's been doing it forever. No His inevitability started the moment that the first a, atoms exploded that, into the Big Bang Theory. Is, okay. Thanos has been on it for a bit. Oh, he was he was kind of busy. He was he was doing some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um sure. So so he steals it. But like so again, the minor thing is with the with the bond then. Oh, so what we could maybe do is say that the spell that got sold to the cult, the mistake he, he thinks it's a mistake because he got kicked out, not because of what they did with it. Okay. Does that make sense? That's low. That's that's small potatoes, but, but I can I can, but, I can but, sit but with that. But to your point, then it would allow there to be like, oh, like the resurfacing of that spell being used in whatever big thing could be like, oh, I did that. I helped give them that. Oh. So like now I need to go do something about it. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like maybe. So do we think this cult is the thing he wants to stop then? Is that what you're, that, that's what you're arguing, what you're, you're pitching, correct? I'm just, I'm not pitching nothing, dude. No tense, no... Not, uh... not pitching nothing, so therefore you're pitching something. Dude, you know, I'm hot because I'm fly, you ain't because you not. What? It took me a minute to remember that. that are you, it took me a, are you just throwing rap It took me lyrics? a minute to remember that lyric. Just, yeah, dude, throwing... double negatives. You're throwing double negatives at me. I'm throwing the most infamous ne- double negative back at you. Th- that's the most infamous one? Yeah. Most infamous one? Okay, fine. Yeah. Other than my book titled Infamous One, go check it out on audiobook. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, that was a bitchin'. That's shameless plug. Bitchin' segue. It was way too quick. That and was no one so even, good. Did, did we ever even talk about that here? That you that you uh, uh, narrate audiobooks? We have now. <laughs> Fender over the barrel shirt of 50 states. That's the thing now. For sure, said that in a movie once. It is now. Um, um, okay, so so what we do know for yep. sure so far. Let's recap what we've decided we like for sure. Guy grew up in the woods because forest gnome. Gotta whatever. He's from there. 
went to school to become a good wizard because his ideals are aspirational. He wants to work hard and be the best at whatever it is he does. Whilst there, got in a fight, got real heated with his mentor. Mentor was like, bro, fuck you. You need to slow down. You can't be going this fast. He's like, I'll show you. This cult's like, hey, we'll give you some money if you want to steal some of this stuff for us. He steals it, gets kicked out of school. It's like, dang, that was a mistake. Gives it to the cult. Cult has it. Then from there, we're still trying to figure out what happens next. What if, what if so when he gets kicked out of school, he leans into the arcane thievery more? Yeah, maybe he was a troubled child who was into petty thievery as a child. And the school was supposed to be maybe like a, uh, so I mean, maybe it's, maybe the two hobbies of this child were stealing and magic related things. Sure. So the parents were like, we're going to send him to this boarding magic school where they're going to beat the thievery mm-hmm. out of him. But they didn't beat the thievery out of him. They just made him more angry and rebellious against the world. And he really leaned into the thievery until the thievery caused him to no longer have a place to be. I, w- I, was, I like that. I was going to say, though, I don't know if he necessarily needs to be klepto like as a kid. It could just be something that he realizes he's good at. And that's what he decides to like the ambition changes from or aspiration changes from magic into, wait, I'm already naturally good at this. Like, I was able to get into that tower when no one else was able to. I'm going to start, like, I'm going to go work for the the Thieves Guild here in town and just see if I can get them, you know, help them out some or, you know, whatever. Just kind of do some work because now I'm just here in town. And my, I, I like the idea that the parents sent him away to this um, in, in some fashion. And then he's just been kind of beep bopping around town as like a, a thief that knows how to build some stuff because he grew up in a gnome area and he's able to kind of, like, He's a small boy. He's a little small boy that can get into things. Small boy. Um, and maybe through training in the Thieves Guild, that's where they helped him get his emotions under control. Yeah. Yeah, or he just did it on his own because he realized that he's a piece of shit and uh, doesn't want to go down that route of anger and unnecessary aggression. Sure. Sure. That sounds mentally healthy. Um, and. Yeah, I'm trying to think. With that bond, then, um, so I think he likes working alone because he can't work with people. But with the bond again of the the cult, how do we think that? Because that, that's that's what we've like the, that the stealing of it's been a big thing. But do we want it to be that this cult uses this spell in some big bad way to do something and they get away with it, and he's trying to go back after them, or is it just like a cautionary tale of he always tries to look into whoever he's stealing stuff for to make sure it's not going to harm the greater masses. Um, I don't know. I think it's okay not being a huge big deal, right? It doesn't need to be like, oh yeah, I, yeah. I, spo- I stole the fucking Kool-Aid that got used for everyone. Like, and then I gave it to him because I thought it was just Kool-Aid. And it... Oopsie. What? You know, like, that's a big cult thing. We all drink Kool-Aid. Oh. Then they die. That's you don't, you don't know this? No, what are you talking about? Okay, I'm not going into this anymore because you do. Charles Manson? Okay. So, what if he just stole it for them, and there was an incident that he doesn't like talking about? We can leave it up to the player or the DM in the world, where it's like, yeah, a little thing happened, not a huge deal, but now what it means is he does reconnaissance works into whoever he is stealing for, and therefore, he doesn't want to just, you know, get give somebody like a nuclear weapon that could potentially use it to harm people. It's a bad example, because I don't know what else you can use a nuclear weapon for. Um, but yeah. A deterrent, duh. That's the, hope you, that's the largest sigh I've had in this podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so currently, when we find 
our little guy here. He is, is he still working for the Thieves Guild? Maybe he stopped. Maybe he's branched out. He's doing his own thing now. And what he kind of wants is maybe he feels like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, he wants to be the best at his craft. So maybe he wants to be getting better at his, the, um, I don't know why anytime I think of the alchemist part of it, I want him to be a shop owner. But that's what I keep like going back to. Then let's make a, let's just fucking make an NPC dog. No, no, I mean you, you can be a PC that's still a shop owner that has a shop that you're like kind of doing stuff for, and then like your your main goal is just to make sure that's up and running in some way. Dude, there's no way he has a shopkeeper who doesn't fucking socialize with people. Maybe he just works in the back then, and he steals stuff for it that gets sold there. Maybe he works for a shop, right? So like that's a, a thing he can do. He goes there and he doesn't like socializing with people in the front. He can acquire things that people come into the shop that need particular things or whatever. And he's just like the little, the yes boy that, or not yes, yeah, sounds weird. The, the handyman of some sort that can go around, get the thing that they need. If they need it stolen from somewhere, he can make alchemy stuff. He just kind of works in the back. Um, and there's a, a guy he knows at the shop that owns it and runs it. Yeah, that's fine. That you're so excited about it. The energy from you is is like, oh, it's overwhelming. I thought I was sweating before, but now just radiating off of you. <laughs> you're sweating my radiation. No, your radiance is making me sweat. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um. So I've, I don't know. I don't feel like so. Maybe I'm leaning too hard into the socializing at all, but I don't feel like this person deals with people in any way, shape, that, or form. That's what I'm saying. I kind of like the idea of this person thinking that people are too fucking stupid to deal with, and they're always calm because they don't deal with people. Yeah, that's what I say. So he doesn't work. He works in the shop as the guy that's like, "Hey, somebody came in requesting health potions. Make health potions. Hey, somebody came in requesting this kind of ring or thing. Go find it. Go find one somewhere in town. Someone else has got to have one. We can, you know, we got a contract for it now." I don't know. It sounds like socializing. How is he? He's being told what to do. How is he socializing? He's not there in the front. He's the back guy. So if he gets caught, it's never like the guy that owns the shop's the one getting caught. I mean, how? What, what do you do with a job interview? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you wanted this character to never interact with anybody in a tabletop role playing game <laughs> with other people. You're the actual worst. You know what? I'm glad you're 30. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. How does that make you feel? Wow. Just look at your inner arm, bitch. And read the words and relate that to being 30. Because one day, that's you. Yeah, well, you know what? Right now, on this, that's you. In, in this part of the flat circle that is time, I'm not. So is that what you want? Do you want this person to be, they, nope. they, they work for a shop? I want this person that anytime someone comes up and tries to talk to him, he stabs him in the face with a fork, a rusty fork. That I'm okay with. Okay, <laughs> Stabs with rusty fork. Is that the name of the shop he works for? Rusty fork? That's actually a good name for like, a, maybe <laughs> rusty fork. Maybe people are always like, hey. Maybe it's like a, a touristy trap. Like, you should go to the Rusty Fork and talk to the guy who works in the back. Nudge, nudge. They die. That's like, they get stabbed in the face of the Rusty Fork. Why is it called the Rusty Fork? Oh, God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> go find out why it's called the Rusty Fork. Instantly stabs them. Um, 
No, yeah, I think he's the he's the runner boy that steals stuff for a somewhat shady magic shop that in in some way because that could be what he he gets sent out for, right? There's some big job or something that's like, hey, you got to go to this town over there and talk to blah 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 or so and so and bring this thing back or there's a thing like they just keep escalating what he's stealing. He has some magic background because of where he went to school when he got kicked out of there for stealing the thing for the cult. Word got around town. This place was like, hey, we could use you to steal stuff from other magic shops or from people yeah. or things and like we'll be your fence for we'll it. give you a yeah we'll give you a uh cotton a hot is that what they say cotton a hut cotton three hots oh cotton three hot yeah that's the meals yep that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. give you cots and give you a cotton three hots to work in our shop and steal for yep. us and again the alchemy comes into play because he can make potions or different elixirs or things or whatever for them and it gives us a fun little ally organization too right so like as far as this, his background goes, he has his family out in the woods that sent him away because he was always kind of a troublemaker, you know, whatever type kid that didn't really care about. Because also the thing is, you can read these stats and be like, this guy might be a so- psychopath. Yeah. I'm always calm no matter what in every situation. Never raise my voice or let emotions control me. I work hard to be the best at what my craft is, and I can't socialize at all. <laughs> like, Yeah. This, this is good show. We're creating a lizard person. <laughs> no. A f- Zuckerberg. A forest gnome person. <laughs> oh, is it sociopath or psychopath? Which one am I thinking of here? Um, the lack of like uh, human emotion and empathy is a sociopath. So it's a sociopath. Okay. Yeah. So we have a sociopath. Like, De- like, like I'm pretty sure. Like I'm pretty sure. Like Dexter, for example, is a sociopath. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the rusty fork is the name of this of uh. This. The fucking yeah. magic item shop he works at. Um, yeah, and they might they might open up a franchise, and one might open up in the CD and uh, podcast. Podcastria. Is, is it just like an eclectic, um, ma- like weird off the wall magic items that, like, if you know the right phrasing to say, that will allow them to be like, yeah, we can find that for you. But everything else is kind of just like, yeah, just whatever. You know, we're like, we just have weird knickknacks and all these things, and collectors like to come in here. But people know that, like, hey, I need this. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It could be like uh, Fred and George's shop in Harry Potter. Except for on top of the fun gigs, gifts and gags, if you go and find Fred and be like, Butterball Biscuits. He's like, okay, what you need? And they're like, yep. butter, I need Butterball Biscuits. That's <laughs> bad. It's like, wait a minute, we actually have those. Yeah. You're asking for Butterball Biscuits? <laughs> You're asking for Butterball Biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. And then, so I would say is we, we've got three organizations too for this guy. So you wrote down the Rusty Fork, Family in the Woods that sent him away, and then this wizarding school in some way. I'm sure that powerful wizard that he stole the thing from that was his mentor. It doesn't have to come up, but if I'm the DM, cool. There's a thing. You're just like, ugh, this fucking kid. Or maybe something has you interact with the school again, and it's like that gets brought up as like, you're not allowed here, you rat bastard thief. Ah, I'm a new person. <laughs> Um, I'm so calm all the time. There is nothing that will upset me. No. Um, I think so. Now we need alignment, yeah? Or we're going alignment, age, appearance, and all that because we got that story pretty much figured sure. out and nailed it. I like this guy. Um, I think they're neutral. And I think it's chaotic neutral. Just, just neutral, chaotic. No, I was just saying. I don't think they're oh, good or evil. Man. Oh man, they're not. I've been le- I've been reading. I've been reading a very, very, very good source about what it means to be chaotic, Jake. Um, and it's the two d six emotional damage Discord. 
very very good content there about what it means to be chaotic. No one gets that you joke. Check it out. Two D six emotional damage is the it's podcast or the Twitch stream D and D that I play on Monday nights. And so yeah, that's what he's. Uh, Nathan used to be in it. Yeah. But then I started to like myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know most of our characters are chaotic neutral, but like, honestly, most people are in some way. It was, he's not lawful neutral. Oh, for sure. No. Like I'm leaning totally into my chaotic side right now. I'm not neutral you? at all. You? No. Everything about this episode, yeah. you've been totally on, on the steady man. And just right there with me being helpful the whole time, you know, yes. Anding everything. Being, uh, it's been really evident. It's, it's really been ebbing and flowing. <laughs> yeah, you've been swinging around like a fucking dildo on a fan. Ooh. <laughs> Depending on the dildo, that could be dangerous. I'm not. I can. I can not confirm or deny if I have a video on my phone of that. Anyway, I feel like I have a memory of this as I well. I probably sent it to. Do you. I? I probably sent it to. You. <laughs> oh, I went too far back. I was thinking about. What? 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 Huh? Allegedly. What? what? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um. Okay. There you go. Um. Their age. Let's say they're a hundred. They just hit a hundred, and they're having a hundredth life crisis. So they're an adult. Oh, gotta feel that to my bones. Well, think about it. If they live to be just around three hundred or three hundred fifty, um, that's probably about a third of their life, right there, right? So. Uh, yeah. They just turned a hundredy. Um, their appearance, they're from the forest, so I think they're, I don't know if there's, there's no descriptors in, like, how the rock, or forest gnome, Jesus, how the forest gnomes really look. They come from close-knit communities, blah, 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 very, yeah, so you gotta think, I think this guy's definitely a sociopath, because I was just reading, like, the gnome... (laughs) Listen, yeah. so this is the gnome d- descriptor. A constant hum of busy activity pervades the warrens and neighborhoods where gnomes form their close-knit communities. Louder sounds punctu- punctuate the hum. A crunch of grinding gears here, a minor explosion there, a yelp of surprise, especially blah, blah, blah. Gnomes take delight in life, enjoying every moment and invention and blah, blah, blah. And then this guy's like over here just like, I can't socialize. I don't know what people are and what is like uh, like he just didn't fit in he, he just didn't fit in there like he, he yeah. works better where he can just blend in and not have to worry about hurting other people's feelings um maybe they fucking got overstimulated by their large lo- large loud ass family and now they don't like it anymore yeah. yeah and they just bailed so i'd leave that up to you as the player if you want to make it like I, you could do a, a thing where you go through like yeah they got seven siblings and blah blah here's the, what they do and like you don't have to build out what they do but just give them names and if i'm the dm i'll love that at some point well that'll come up maybe your brother comes into town because your mother got killed by a wolf <gasps> by the cult Ooh, by the cult yeah um but okay so as far as appearance goes they don't really give a whole bunch here so let's just say i mean he's probably kind of a short. gnome with some like leafy earrings maybe he doesn't like the dudes from the forest so he keeps it all clean cut now he's bald Yes. Maybe. He's a bald gnome with um a completely shaven face. Cause they can have beards. Um he's got thick um thick red eyebrows. 
Um, thick red eyebrows. Thick red eyebrows. Yep. Do they look like? Um, do they have the texture of like a moss? Ooh, sure. Yeah. Thick mossy eyebrows. And I'm trying to think. I think he's got like like tanner looking skin. Like, you know, kind of... You know what this dude probably looks like? I cannot believe I'm referencing this movie twice in the same fucking day. Because this movie feels like a fever dream to me. Where I remember, like, just enough of it Jesus. to be like, yes, that's real. But I'm also not for sure it's real. So I need other people to validate that they've also seen it. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? The Leprechaun? No. Oh. What? The, the, like, Troll of New York City or some shit. The troll of New York City. It's about the troll who's got a green thumb. And oh, pushes their thumb yeah. on shit. It's and a cartoon. It it's an animation. Yeah. A Troll in Central Park. Is that it? Uh, the Troll's Experience in New York. No, I think it's just no, the Troll to Green Thumbs. No, the Thumb. Troll's Experience. No, I don't think it's Green Thumbs in the title. I saw a predetermined outcome. A Troll outcome. in Central Park. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you remember this fucking movie? I do. This movie was a fever dream. Because <laughs> this is the bad girl in it. Okay, again, we're, we're, we're in audio format. So anyone that doesn't know... We're currently looking at the the movie poster for the. Just That's 90s. your character right there, no, it's dude. Not. It's too joyous and happy. Um, what year well, this come just out? dumb him down a lot. Nineties classic animation, Troll in Central Park. Um, that, yeah, I remember watching. Ninety four. Yeah. The the bad person was like a frog lady. Or like I just anatomy was. Dude, I just want to get like really high and watch this movie again. <laughs> Knock yourself out, bud. Yeah, no, he's not. He could be. No, I think he's. Doesn't he lose his power at one point? It's like really sad. Yeah, because he can't. He can't be bringing things to life anymore. Oh, okay. So I I get what you're saying. I'm gonna say he he had like he'd be his like his brother. He's like his angry brother <laughs> in some way. <laughs> um, so if this troll. Please hold. Excuse me. God damn. Yawn. Um, if this troll had an evil twin. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what it would be. Okay. So he's got the same kind of pale skin, maybe some like uh um freckle like birthmarks across his face with thick uh mossy red eyebrows. Um but he's We're bald. making the ugliest ginger you've ever but seen. But he's bald. He shaves his head. Okay, the ugliest maybe ginger you've ever seen. Sure. Um he stands about <laughs> Three and a half feet tall, right? Because, yeah, it's right in the middle. Let's say three two. He's three two. He's a little bit smaller than most because he can be a little bit more stealthy. Um, I think he wears uh like a like a long knit cap most of the time. So he hides his baldness. Yeah. Did you break um, it? Break what? <laughs> nope. We don't address that. My Alexa's yelling at me, so that's what I was trying to have turned off. I tried to mute my mic. Oh. It didn't work. Um, but she's done now. Um, so he wears a, a knit cap of some sort to kind of like just hide most of his face. Um, and he's got just basic like street street clothes. But I think for artificers, they can build little things, right? Like steampunky stuff. Ooh, yeah. So, so I think he carried like, so he's got like a utility belt almost is what I would say that he kind of uses, um, they that like he uses to help break in and steal stuff. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Like a yeah, like a Batman's utility belt type thing. <gasps> um, and 
Uh, what else does the artificer get? Infused items, blah, blah, blah. spellcasting ability. Um, yeah, maybe he carries a backpack. He's always got a backpack and a utility belt. What's in the backpack? His alchemy stuff. The map? Little, like, al alchemy things. Magical tinkering. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Um, dope. What else you got? Do we need a name, dude? No. The Troll in Central Park? Yep, there we go. You did it. TRC. <laughs> Wait, could this be T Troll in TLC? Central Park? Are you looking for like tick, a, uh, tick, what's the word? Tick P. Well, what's the guy's name in this? Isn't there a way to scramble letters? Like, what's it called if you scramble a bunch of letters? Uh, it's a um, acronym. No, not an acronym. Um, um, oh, I know what it's called. I know what it's called. It's going to bug me. Like, my name is Tom Riddle or some shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, my, my name perfectly. Anagrams. It's an anagram. Yeah. Um, Are you sure? Yeah. Because I was, was going to use it in the sense I often use it in. Um, my name perfectly anagrams to uh, uh, Jack Brooks. Oh yeah, no. No. that sounds like that sounds like a good suit. It is right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the troll's name is Stanley in this. Stuttering Stanley, stuttering Stanley. Hmm. Hmm. Plus, he's not a troll; he's a gnome, so it's different. Ah, oh, they all look the same. They not in D and D. Trolls are very different in D and D. Um, let's say his name is Gershwin. What is Gershwin? What is that from? Where have I heard that? I don't fucking know. Um, you could do Crank Pelt Riltorn. What the frick is that? An anagram. George. Ant Clerk Trillporn. Nope. Dude. Nope. You want to name them Ant Clerk Trill Wait, did porn? you go to a website and type these in? You're not even coming up with these yourself? Yeah, of course I fucking Googled it. Jeez. Wrapped Neck Trill Lorne. Apparently Gershwin's a jazz artist. Um, I like Gershwin. Oh, uh, I like Trill Porn. I'm sure you do. <laughs> what were you even anagramming? So, Troll in Central Park? Yeah. Where's the C? Troll ant clerk. It was ant clerk trill porn. Uh, ah, yeah, no, I'm not. That's way too many letters to be trying to get a name out of. <laughs> um, so Gershwin Park. Uh, what know What if it's uh uh Gershwin Flower Bottom? Oh yeah, <laughs> and he goes. Oh yeah, he goes by Gersh. <laughs> okay, a, I would go by Gershwin if I were him, but that's all Gersh. right. What about Gershy? That sounds really gross. <laughs> sounds like an STD slang. <laughs> yeah, dude. So oh, was... we can't have sex tonight, babe. I'm kind of Gershy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, we was going all good with this girl, right? And like we were getting at it, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Just so you know, it's gonna be a little Gershy down there." And I was out. 
I was done. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, God. I could smell the gersh when I was just kissing okay. her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think gersh is a bad name. I do now. <laughs> That's gershy. <laughs> uh, Gershwin Flower Bottom. I don't think he tries to give anybody his last name. He's not happy about it. <laughs> um. All right, cool. I think we did it. I think we got a min-maxed artificer here. Oh. Anything else you want to add, sir? Yeah. Um. My apologies. No, that's what I would like to add. Well, they're they're appreciated, but it's too late. <laughs> We're having a strong last quarter. Oh, yep, yeah. We're, we, I mean, you had me there in the first half, but uh, <laughs> I'm like the Detroit Lions, baby. I'm coming back. What? In what way? I'm fourth quarter comeback, baby. It's oh. a strange lead you got there. It'd be a shame if someone made a comeback. Is that a meme? Are you making a meme joke? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's Matthew Stafford. Oh, is it? Did, did the Lions even really yeah, come back per- much? Like they, they didn't do well last season at all. They came back all the time, dude. We only won in the fourth. We've got one. Of the, we've got. We hold the record for the most fourth quarter comebacks. Yeah, but we, I think we still only won like what six games. Yeah, but most of them were in the fourth <laughs> quarter. <laughs> okay. Um, Anyways, that's for our sports bite, podcast. Biting kneecaps. I, 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 I. What? Do you pay attention to anything? Biting kneecaps. Are you talking about how corners tackle? No. I'm talking about how our head coach, when he took the job, went on TV and told all of Detroit that he wants people that are going to get knocked on the ground, get up, and on their way up, bite the person who knocked them down's kneecap off. Yeah, no, I don't pay attention. He wants that. kneecap biters, baby. Yeah, I wow. I have no idea what any of this is. You know what? And so many memes are lost on you. Oh man. Well, we're biting kneecaps, baby. I hear kneecaps are really gershy. Oh god. Okay. Well, and on that note, it's a good way to bring it back to Gershwin or Gersh Flower Bottom, and uh, let's get to that sweet, sweet role play footage. Oh god. Oh. Okay. I'm ready. All right. We find ourselves at the CD Tavern. The seediest of taverns in all the land. It's mid-afternoon, and uh, the dinner rush has come in. You know, the lunch-dinner rush. You can't really commit to one meal or the other. And Louis is working today. Solo. He's flying solo. Um... And it's kind of dead. Like, Louis kind of bored. Like, he hasn't yelled at anyone in, like, an hour. Um, the per- person in the back's, like, doing their job well and not fucking up orders. So it's, like, everything's too calm for, for Louis' preference. Um, as much as he bitches about the chaos, he loves it. He thrives in it because he gets to be mean. And everyone's like, oh, he's just stressed. He's like, no, I mean it. But everyone's like, oh, Louie, and like shrugs it off. And he feels better about himself. So as he's sitting behind the bar, just like kind of stewing over the fact that there's nothing to stew about, um, this the door opens. 
And from where he's standing, all he sees, from where Louis is standing, all he sees is the door open. So he assumes it was like a strong draft. But Gershwin has entered the arena of the CD Tavern. And what what does he do? Gershwin looks around, sees that it's kind of dead, and sees the one bartender that's kind of looking moving behind the bar so he kind of walks up to one of the stools takes his bag off throws it up on one of the stools and then takes his time to climb up next to the other one and then sits down at the bar takes his little hat off sets it down on top of his bag and just kind of looks over at the the bartender just kind of waits for him to notice him there Louis notices and uh Twirls a mustache hair and heads on over and says, uh, Welcome to the city devil and what can I do for you? Yeah, thanks. Oh. Well, uh, I guess it's been a little bit of water. Uh, can I just get water first? And then, uh, yeah, just water for right now. Just the water. That's all you want? Oh, for right now. Um, it might change from time to time. Okay. Okay, I'll go get you a water. Oh, you don't have a bucket? If, uh... What? 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 If you, you have any like questions for me, oh, I'll be right so, back. Okay. So Louis goes and gets you a glass of water. And, uh... Gives it to you. And goes, uh... We've got no ice, so don't ask. It's too hot. Yeah, no, I know. Bit warm up. Eh? Yeah. Hmm? I'm sweating in my pits. In the, is, that, is that what you call behind the ball? The pits? No, like my armpits. Oh. That's uncomfortable. It's getting... What? It's getting gushy in there. Oh. No one likes that? Is gushy bad? Yes. Oh. It's disgusting. I feel gross. I need a shower. He kind of picks up the water in both his hands and just kind of drinks it a bit. Well, uh, that sounds uh, like the bad thing to be doing. We've got to talk to people, right? Eh? I guess so. Good thing there's no one in here. Is this an, huh? Uh, yeah, good thing. Is there anything I can do for you? Do you want any food? Yeah. That sounds uh, about right. That sounds good. I had a long walk today. Still, uh, that sounds nice. I probably want something else too after that. Maybe. Where'd you come from? Oh. Far away. Have you heard of uh, <clears throat> Newcastle? Huh? South of here? Way south. But I'm down past Pinsner. Oh, there are, uh, I guess it's more of an aisle. But there's the Pinsner on the way. Yeah? Newcastle, south of Pilsner? No, no. The, the, the <clears throat> Newcastle, south of a peninsula. There's a peninsula on, oh. on the way down the coast. So you'll you follow all the way down. Uh, when you come across a little straight, I guess that's a straight. A uh, straight is more of water. Hey, I guess. Uh, but it, it's a, bit of a couple of days travel. Uh, I stayed a few places. You walked. I don't know. I hitched right. A little bit useful. I hear that. Uh, I've heard of this uh, Newcastle. Oh yeah. Eh? And I hear that uh, they are trying to make some sort of new beverage. Yes, we. Uh, I mean, there might be. 
I, I kind of do a little bit of alchemy myself. A little bit of things I mess with. But I uh, don't really know what, what, what kind of beverage you heard of. Something that they are calling uh, a brown ale. That sounds dirty. Like a wait, alcohol. Wait, what color is ale? Beer. What kind of ale is, is ale usually? Is it not brown? I don't know what it is. Our, our ale is uh, typically a little yellow. Oh, can I have one of those? That sounds good. Yes. Maybe I already know of the brown ale then, because I'm trying to think the ales I've had down on Newcastle. Yeah, they're mostly brown. I didn't understand the words you just said. I will get your ale for you. He turns around and gets your uh, your ale and puts it down in front of you. There oh, yeah, you go. Oh, uh, can I also get some meat with that? No. Oh, do you? What kind of meat? Do you, I don't know what you ever have with meat and potatoes. Yeah. Yes. Huh? Of course, we have meat and potatoes. What kind of place do you think this is? Uh, I don't know. You have a lacking meat and potatoes place. Yeah, you got yellow ale here. I don't know. What well, color is your ale? A, a brown. Always brown. That's what I said. As I was confused when you said there's a new kind of ale, and it's always I was like, well, no, 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 it's always brown. Well, our ale is made with the finest hops and wheat, hops. and it gives a yellow color. Hops. Hops. That's a fun word. Hops. Yes. So you do got those meat materials then? There's. Yeah? Sure, I can get you some meat and potatoes. Do you want it uh, charred? Charred. Oh, cooked. Ah, uh, yeah, preferred. Uh, you could. Uh, not, not, not too crispy though. All right, coming right up. Um, when he walks away, so, he kind of kind of starts digging through his bag, pulling out some different things. He kind of pulls out his own like utensils and stuff like that that he's kind of putting up on the counter, as well as like a handkerchief, like cloth that he wipes down the bar with. Okay, so when Louis goes back, the front door opens, and you hear two, um. Bickering voices enter the tavern. And one of them goes, Listen, I'm telling you, we're just we're, we're just mixing it incorrectly. If we mix it properly, then our our farm and our, our wheat plants will grow bigger and taller than everyone else's. And the other person responds, Oh, you're so fucking wrong. Like there's no way that uh we're mixing it wrong. We're doing it right. I don't know why all of our wheat is dying. And it's like, listen, the other guy goes, listen, um, Tom, we're done fucking arguing about this. Like I'm telling you, we're doing this incorrectly. So as they keep walking into the bar, they end up grabbing this tool, two stools next to yours and you can hear them arguing. And, um, uh, Tom even bumps into you. And uh, as he's sitting down, but they don't pay you any attention. They're, they're arguing about this, this, concoction this, that they're trying to put together to uh, water their plants with. Seeing this, uh, Gersh kind of it's uncomfortable and kind of scoots all of the utensils and stuff he just put up in front of him over to his left, away from them, and then kind of climbs down from the stool and gets up and goes to the other side of the, st- the other side of his bag, the other stool there, and kind of sits on that end there. And kind of wipes that part of the bar down, kind of looking over at them, and just kind of sets up again. Nice little area in front of him here. Uh, so Louis comes out from behind the kitchen, looks around, um, and says, 
Or, or Ted, did you take another helpless child with you to your farm? There was a gnome here. Where is he? And then Ted, Ted goes, uh, no, Louie. Um, no, we haven't taken anyone to our farm in a while. And Tom's like, yup, not doing that again. Every time he talks me into it and it's like, we're just, we're just taking kids. Might as well just like, I don't know what we're doing, but I don't like it. Louis like, then where did the gnome go? Uh, what gnome? There's a gnome that was sitting right there. And you hear this, like, this, this bickering happening at the bar. Uh, I'm over here. Yeah. It's kind of waves. That is, let's move down a little bit. They seem like they want a little bit more of the ball. Oh, there he is, you stupid idiot, he says to Ted and Tom, and uh, oh. brings you brings you your food and sets, sets it in front of you. Oh. Thank, thank, thank you, sir. I think it's your name. My name is Louis. It's a good name. What is your name? Call me Gush. That is stupid. Well, that seems rude. I like your name, even though it sounds like it could be for a girl. I'm sorry. It's just very hot. Hmm? And I'm irritated. Oh, I can feel that. Uh, you know, if you need a little bit of a, a cool, cool, cool concoction of some sort, I have some things in my bag. Uh, you can kind of just uh, break break the plastic part of it, put it on your neck, kind of cools you down. All of a sudden, um, Tom hears you. Or, yeah, Tom hears you and goes, Concoction? You make concoctions over there, Gnome? Sometimes, yeah. And then t- you hear you hear Ted. Like, so Ted's back is to you. And you hear Ted's like, Tom, or I think, fuck. <laughs> you hear them bitching about how they're not going and talking to you. And uh, finally, Ted gets up. Ted's the nice one, gets up and walks over to you and, and kind of comes to your table or bar stool or wherever you were at and was like, what kind of concoctions can you make? Depends how much you're willing to pay. I can mix all sorts of things with this right here. And he slaps on the top of his, his bag that's sitting down on the stool next to him, which is next now next to Ted, who's standing there. I know what you're thinking, Ted, and we're not doing it. Tom shouts from across the bar. Tom, give me a second. How much do you have? Do, well, first, before we discuss price, do you have anything that makes that helps with uh, plant growth? Not all me, but I can make it. Take some time. Need to get some things for. How? How much time? Depends how long it takes to get things. Might be a druid here in town with things. Oh. Well, it depends on the kind of plant growth you want, but uh, as long as I get the base seed of it, use something like that. Mix it up together with a little bit of the magic that I don't want to give away, because then I would have no use to you. Uh, Once you have the components, how long would it take then? Is this like a like an overnight thing? It has to, I don't know. Yeah, about a day. Cultivate a little bit. You want to mix it up. Let it settle in there real nice. It depends how much you need. You can't just use one drop for all of it. Gotta make sure you have. I think we need a decent amount. Then you're looking at uh, probably a little bit longer for door to cultivate. 
if we can get if we can get your components for you, uh, do you need a place to stay? No, no, nope, not staying in our place. Well, I'm actually oh here in town looking for something myself. I don't know how far out is where you stay because I need to be looking around here. Some we got a we got a farm just outside of town. Don't listen to him. He's just a grouch. Yeah, but he seems like a little bit of a grouch. I don't want me around. Try to stay away from those. Yeah, well, you're also you also got Louis serving you, and he doesn't want anyone around. Yep, that's his tool. Well, uh, this is the first. So thing. no, no matter no matter where you go, you're gonna be dealing with someone who might not want you around. Fair enough. Good point. But we'll be paying you instead of you paying them. Him. I'll get behind that. And you don't. Besides, we got a tiny little gu- we got a tiny little guest house. You don't even be in the main house. I do like my own space. That would be nice. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little. I mean, we haven't really touched it since um, this this uh, crazy half orc stayed in it. But um, so it might be a little dirty. But we can clean it up for you. That'd be nice. I don't like sleeping too much in the dirt. I've been traveling a bit past few days. And uh, I was pretty much, very much, looking forward to having a nice place, kind of stay, just by myself. So, uh... Yeah, we we can definitely keep you by yourself. Got a cotton there with a mattress? No. Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. If it's big enough, I'll be able to mix the thing you need right in there. Perhaps I'll do it somewhere else on the farm. Just have a look at the space. All right. Do you have a list of the components we need to get you, or yeah, I'm gonna. Or you just add that into the price. You're gonna get them yourself. No, 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 no. You know the town better than I do. Probably much quicker if you did. I have looking around for my own things I need to do. Uh, hang on. And he kind of reaches into the bag and he's rustling around and he pulls out like a little notebook and a pair of like glasses that he just kind of puts on and he just starts scribbling into the notebook and writing down some things. Oh, uh, what 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 kind of plants? Um, poppy. Poppy seeds. What is, he whispers. What What are the poppy seeds used for? Transcendence. Okay. Just keeps writing down. <laughs> he rips the page out. Yeah. Get the things out on here. There's about six, seven things. And then I need a space to use all my stuff. Perfect. Um... If if you want to follow us back to the farm, you want, you can finish your meal. We came here to get food too, so we can just kind of leave together. Yeah, can do that. And then maybe you can help me out with the, the item I'm in here town looking for. I've heard uh, there's a thing, but uh, we can get to that later after I take care of this for you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that works for me. Oh my god, you hear from the bar? See, so like this all the time. Yeah. Basically. That's why I don't like people. All right. Well, enjoy your meal. And he kind of turns back and he starts eating, takes his glasses off, sets them down. All right. He heads back to the bar, tells Louie to put it up, put that your meal on their tab. And uh, Ted and Tom start bitching about you <laughs> uh, staying at their place. Is there anything else you'd like to do? He's just writing down notes. Uh, Gersh, Gersh is just writing down notes in his book about everything that just happened with the encounter. Interesting. So eventually you all leave 
together and head back to Ted and Tom's farm uh, to go. Well, first you got to look for the ingredients and then you head back to Ted and Tom's farm and uh, create a concoction for them to help them grow more poppy seeds. And scene. Jesus. I don't know where you were going with that. Neither did I. Holy hell. <laughs> did Grunter get taken away to a drug farm? Yeah, they're making heroin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, if you're going to throw more NPCs in here, there's one character that doesn't like to socialize. I'm not engaging with them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, that is not what he does. That's fair. That's fair. I tried my best to even um, just... It's also fair that you moved, yeah. but yeah. yeah. I tried my best to even just talk like weird or like, or not like not like the cadence and have it be like, I couldn't tell. Like I tried to almost talk when you started talking. Cause again, it's like, okay, can't socialize at all. Has a charisma of seven. Always ends. Yeah. Every... I realized I kind of almost ended up wanting to sound like, uh, um, what's his face from Thor, the stone guy, the big, um, um, yeah, I know who you're talking yeah. about. I don't know his name. But like how everything ends in a question. And you just kind of raise your yeah. voice. It's almost kind of like, <laughs> like an Australian accent too, or or, or New Zealand. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also figured there's a part of me that figured since you are playing a per- character who doesn't socialize, that I needed to do something. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, I was going to get to a point. Like where, anything, I was going to get to a point where I eventually just started asking Louis about the because I assumed he was in town looking for an item of some sort, right? He was sent on this longer adventure, which again would be fun to to play as like if you're coming into a new town and you're episode zero and you're looking for a specific thing, the DM can tell you what the thing is you're looking for. Blah blah. Yeah, there you go. That's how you get involved with the group because you're trying to find the thing. Um, so that's what I was going to eventually start talking to Louie about. But yeah, then you had these two reoccurring, now reoccurring characters. We haven't used them since, what, episode 7? Character yeah, 8? them. I like them. You get them confused. I like to think that they're two twins that forget their own personalities. <laughs> and they just constantly yeah. swap back and forth. Ted and Tom. The reason why I got them confused is because, like... I've never, like, I did not, pre- I decided to bring them in, like, while we were doing sure. this. So I had no homework to remember who was who. <laughs> the accent was all over the fucking place. Um, Louis' accent was also all over the place. So was mine. It was kind of a so hot was mess. I was, it was, it was a slushy, but, um, a slushy mess of accents today. That's what that was. Yeah, it was, mer- it was Gershi. Mm, mm, mm. I definitely think we should make that an emote on our Twitch channel, just the word Gershi. That's fine. <laughs> I like it. Um, but yeah, no. So anyway, I, any 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 final thoughts? I I I like him because again, he's gonna kind of just be the quiet type that's never really like doing too much, but always tries to like offer assistance in some way for some change of, of gold. I think there's a little bit of not necessarily greed to him, but he understands that like with his ideal of aspiration to be the best at his craft, he needs money. What he does is expensive, so yeah. any any way he can get money to put into that, like he doesn't make money to like lord it over people. He makes money so he can improve the things he's working on and doing. So like that's. Mm-hmm. But it still speaks to a, a, everything comes down to a form of currency for him, whether it's trading in favors or trading in, in actual gold that can be exchanged. That was something, again, I realized just yeah. in playing him. I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to want want more out of this and try and get more while he's here. He loves the idea of being able to kill two birds with one stone. Um, but, yeah, uh, I would play this alchemist. I don't know if it's the, the ideally the most min-max, but, again, I think just kind of taking – the baselines of there's some feats and stuff you can find online of like oh here's the perfect feat for a min max this or that it's like as far as like a baseline yeah. goes of just taking 
Um, again, like we said, artificer and then getting the pluses from the race. And then however you roll your stats, just make sure you put the highest into intelligence and then have a decent dex. Um, with this would be would be the main thing and i like that the arcane thief aspect of it it makes him kind of like a cool like little cat burglar that i think i I would want to play around with what the different alchemy excuse me alchemy things are he could build um and use because i think there's a way not 100 percent sure i could be wrong that artificers can make or alchemy alchemy artificers can make spells out of potions okay in some way no. Oh no. Okay. They have they have elixirs that have different effects. They have a healing one, uh, increased speed, uh, increased AC. Okay. Yeah. So they have different things they can kind of use with those. But I like him just kind of having a bunch of those. That would be fun. To, to... Isn't there something out there? Is maybe this is a homebrew thing we read once. But isn't there something out there where like you can take a potion and like when you take it, you learn the components of it, and then you can make it yourself. That better. That was what we did for the alchemist uh arakokra <laughs> or we had so we made that up yeah we made that up because it was he would be ba- we're smart he would baby bird it that was what he would do is he would drink it and then spit it back <laughs> out and understand what was in it <laughs> we're, we're smart rolled, like, an that's a good home check with it that's a good home who bro. was that who was our arakokra artificer creek creek no creek was the monk creek Creek was a monk. Maybe it's a Creek just... is definitely a bird because you yes. spoke like a yes, bird. Yes, but he was a he was an Arakokra monk. Oh, so we've had more than one Arakokra. I think I think so. Maybe it was Creek. Maybe Creek had something. Maybe he wasn't an. Uh, maybe it wasn't an alchemy thing. Maybe it was just part of the the background or something. And so like he couldn't make it. He could just tell you what was in it. Um, we'll have to look. But the other thing I was going to say. Um, we now are up to a character. What this is fifty five. We got to do our third round of uh, battle royale for our next patreon episode. oh shit yeah i almost forgot about because that it's at 48 was our next 16 and so we got to figure out who's winning so far um but to that point this is the perfect way to segue because now we're done here uh with gershwin Flowerbottom, and if you would like to get this character and be able to play him as either a fun npc in one of your campaigns or as a player yourself um, you should reach out to us and join our Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash rngpc. There you can find all of our different character sheets as well as our bonus episodes, which two of which now, and this will be the third we'll record coming up, are Battle Royales, where we take all of our characters and kind of just do a quick conversation of who we think we would win in a March Madness-style tournament. Um, we have two champions thus far. We will be now be getting a third. Um, but other than that, the best ways to reach out to us if you would like to let us know what you thought about Gersh or Gershwin Flowerbottom uh, is via email. Uh, and our email is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with us on our social pages, which is at rng underscore pc for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on TikTok. Most importantly, though, we are currently now recording this episode live, but for you, if you're listening on podcasts, it'll be in, in the past on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash rng slash underscore wait i'm gonna do it again our twitch is twitch.tv slash rng underscore pc whole bunch happening there (laughs) Uh, we usually record every saturday on twitch but right now for the month of august if you're listening right now we are recording on tuesdays and wednesdays during the week uh usually around five 
Pacific time. Or no, I think 6 Pacific time, 9 Eastern time, right, Nate? Is that where we're usually? Or 10? Yeah. Yeah. Ish. So come come check us out there. We also stream some games there. Um, and then, yeah, we also have some stuff on YouTube. We're putting up these live uh, episodes on YouTube if you want to see our silly faces we make at each other and all the, <laughs> the craziness that happens during RP. Um, that's up on YouTube. Just search for RNGPC. And finally, make sure to follow, like, and subscribe on any podcast platform. Uh, if you are currently listening on Apple, please take the two minutes to leave us a review and let us know what you think of our show. Um, and we will read out whatever review you write with it. Uh, that's all for right now. And thank you so much for listening. And as always, keep rolling and keep playing. That's it? You're done? I can keep going. I can fill this space. This is all over the place. Bye! Bye!